0: Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast, tonight's edition of the Internet's Least Prepared College Football Podcast, which we are, I think, slightly more prepared tonight because we have more people on. Therefore, even if they did marginal preparation like calling into the show, that's still more preparation than you've got right now. Oh, oh, everyone into the pool. Lifeguards, give up. It's caddy day. Everyone into the pool. Uh, joining me, the editor of Every Day Should Be Saturday and editor-at-large at SB Nation. Joining me, Ryan Nanny, as usual. Say hi, Ryan. I'm in the booth in New
5: York. The <laughs> air conditioning is off in the building right now. I, I might Oh, ha- turn up the heat. I might have to take off my shirt at some point. This sucks. The things I do all, for you.
0: All beats necessarily sexy right now. That yep. is so good. And you're keeping it green. Yep. Uh, from Kennesaw, Georgia, connected miraculously with even more miraculous sound quality. Jason Kirk,
4: yo, how how crystal clear am I sounding this week? By the way,
0: mm, sounding like a mandatory gun owner <laughs> with the kind of clarity that only the fear of your fellow man can bring. AKA Kennesaw, Georgia.
4: Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They're sending the Atlanta Braves nearby. It's like a million miles away from, from where the Braves were. Totally different. Totally it's
0: at, different. It's at least three miles away.
4: Basically the same uh, same continent, at least. Crazy racist up there.
0: Uh, the people who jumped in the pool today are guests. First, from, let's see, are you still in Columbia, Missouri?
3: Uh, I, I absolutely am. <laughs>
5: He said that like you were like, how many years do you have left on your prison sentence? He was like, still, <laughs> still, twenty eight months to go.
0: I'm gonna put some money on your account. <laughs> Get yourself nice at the commissary, Bill. Well, you uh, look at this, Bill Connolly, the most dogged uh, evangelist for advanced statistics in college football. Nay, perhaps football as a whole in Columbia, Missouri. You outlasted. Gary Pinkle. Do you feel, seriously, do you feel like Morgan Freeman in the Shawshank Redemption, right? Like, suck at other inmates. I'm still here.
3: (laughs) Well, it's weird because the head coach is now Barry Odom, who was like a junior linebacker when I was a freshman and who I liked because he kicked the ass of my high school team in like 1994. Uh, So it feels like he's been here longer even though he left. So I think I'm okay. I'm at least at, at worst second in command here.
0: Bill is joining us tonight to tell us how wrong we are about things, <laughs> and that is a theme tonight, by the way. The theme of the show, will be looking back at all the previews we did and realizing how wrong we already are. We will have an automated segment from Bud Elliott, from the Budtron 5000. It turns out, by the way, the bent of our own envisioned history for the next four months is towards haterdom, deep haterdom. Wow. Because we that's may, we that's may, so different for this podcast. We no. We may have set a new standard for this because we may not have actually filled all of the slots necessary to field bowl teams. Like that's how down we are on every single football team in the nation, not named uh, Texas or Stanford
3: or apparently LSU.
0: Yeah, or L- or we'll
5: get, LSU. we'll get there. We'll get there. calm down, Bill. We have another guest to introduce.
0: <laughs> we do. We do. Joining us uh, a, a fellow a fellow inmate this time. Uh, incarcerated in new york city and unable to leave anytime soon for his sunny native home of southern california dumbest man in the world forever leaving dan rubenstein hi dan
2: uh heaven help the foes of washington they're trembling at the feet of mighty washington (laughs) how's it going fellas
0: (laughs) you you read you read that you do train already
2: oh my god i'm so ready um i'm also in a room I'm not in the booth that Ryan is in. Ryan's still in the office. I am in my apartment and I have like a very small like enclave kind of room, but it is not ventilated at all and I have taken my shirt off while recording podcasts huh. in here. Yeah, I've seen I've seen
5: Dan's recording room. It looks like the it looks it's not the way he's got it set up, but if you were watching like a British murder mystery and they searched mm-hmm. they searched the suspect's house, this is the room this is the windowless room that they would open and find like Jars full of human hands in there. Jan in has or one of those rooms.
0: The small albino child he kept there for years.
5: Yeah. Don't talk oh, about yeah. Ty that way.
0: <laughs> that would be so Ty Hildenbrandt, Dan's co host on the Solid Verbal, the actual, uh, like the second actual real podcast besides this Travis Shim mockery that we put together every wow, single week. Wow. You're
5: going to say that right in front of Bill? I know, I'm
3: right
0: here, guys. I said, I said the second, the other oh. one being podcast, podcast uh, can't play nobody. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we're uh, the third, we're the third mutant child of the family. You know, the one that was conceived when he lived in Oak Ridge near the lab.
5: Um, I know Godfrey Stephen Godfrey too much of a coward to join us tonight to defend his <laughs> shit talking about Stanford Godfrey. I know where you are, and I will find you.
4: I think we can claim that Ty and Godfrey are here, and like. They weren't able to take their shirts off, so our mics can't pick them up, apparently. Sure. Like, I think we could claim all sorts of people are here. Who would, who, who could prove Brian, it wrong?
5: Brian, Brian, <laughs> F- Brian Floyd is joining us.
4: Brian Floyd is always on the mic. What? Mm-hmm. What now? Huh.
0: Yeah, we have Zach Lowe, NBA um, expert Zach Lowe. Yeah. And
5: Gary J. J.
4: Patterson J. is here with us tonight.
0: JJ
5: Redick. Yep. Uh, Michelle Obama. Happy to be here. Michelle
4: Branch as well.
2: Yep. Man, that's amazing. Have you guys, have you guys listened to other college football podcasts outside of the SB nation universe? E-
5: ever re- or regularly? Mm.
2: Either.
0: Yeah, sure. We're f- yeah, we're fine.
2: We're I li- fine. <laughs> I know it, we're totally fine. I listened to, and I like the two of them very much. Bruce Feldman and Stuart Mandel's most the, recent show.
5: The audible. Yeah.
2: The audible on Fox sports. Um, there are two great people and great writers. Um, at the end of the show, Bruce just started asking Stu what drugs he's done,
5: <laughs>
2: which, which, as you imagine, was met with a bunch of uh, "No." Ooh,
0: uh, it was very, wonderful. Uh, very, very limited selection Ooh, I imagine yeah. there. You can't
2: yeah. say
5: I've ever gotten wet. <laughs> um,
0: this is. I won't ask. Bill, I won't ask Bill Connolly that because I don't think it's fair to make a man admit that he's you know smoked freebase cocaine in public.
4: Mm-hmm. This reminds Ah. me of, uh, Ryan. Do you remember a while back when you and I came up with, like, it was, it was like a a script for a sitcom about the solid verbal. Do you remember this? This was a couple years ago. It was like, uh, (laughs) Dan incredulous that Ty had never eaten a banana.
5: Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, like, it's a whole Ty, series.
4: Of... Are you serious? Right. You have never <laughs> eaten a banana. And Dan, Ty's like, Dan, I've just, I've, just, I've just never had the inclination. Just, just never, never come around.
5: Just never seen the point of banana. Love a good apple, Dan. Don't see the need for bananas. <laughs> exotic. <laughs> I exotic. I <do> <laughs> believe
4: this. Does this exist somewhere? Yes. Down. Who knows what Google Doc it's in, but Dan, yeah. Dan,
5: I gotta tell you, best bread for a breakfast sandwich: saltine crackers. They're there for you every time.
4: <laughs> it was like it was like a one-page pitch. I don't think we sure. got it to. Uh, I don't think we got it to NBC in time, no. you know, for production. But one right. of these days, we'll
5: get it piloted. Oh yeah. My God that's um, the most
4: wonderful thing
5: so we're gonna we're gonna talk we're gonna break uh in a little bit here for bud's first segment uh before we do i want to jump in with our first question of the night uh this comes from at allison de jong de Young. i don't know how to pronounce it i'm sorry uh she says would y'all <laughs> mind promoting some louisiana flood recovery resources like at second harvest gnoa on the show uh No, we would not mind that at all, because I looked at this up uh, right before we started podcasting. 30,000 people have had to be rescued in the flooding going on in Louisiana right now. And without I, I am absolutely not going to go into any uh, navel gazing media discourse here. Uh, But um, if you don't know somebody who lives in the affected part of Louisiana, which right now is almost half of the parishes uh, in the state. You might not be aware that there's massive, terrible flooding going on there. Something like 40,000 homes impacted by it. One of our uh, contributors for the LSU blog, Billy Gamilla, uh, yeah, his house flooded. The area where he lives hasn't flooded in 35 years. So um, if you can if you can donate anything to help the people affected by the Louisiana floods, that would be awesome. This is a time when they could really, really use your help uh, more than ever.
0: We will – and by the way, with all of our posts on this, we will include links to relevant, verified, and legitimate charities for these things. That's important. You want to make sure you know who you're giving your money to, uh, but you know that the – we will include that. Also know that it's – this is one of those things where – the area affected louisiana means a lot i think just in general culturally but also particularly to this subculture because Mm -hmm. uh there is college football and yes then there is college football in the south and then there is college football in louisiana which is one of those places where it occupies an inordinate an ordinately large role in people's spiritual emotional and personal lives so Um, we obviously care a lot about it. We hope you do, too. And even if you don't, you should give money anyway just to convince people that you're a good person.
5: I will say there is one tweet from a Weather Channel person that is meant to mostly emphasize how much rain fell on uh, parts of Louisiana, but it also serves as inadvertent stunting, and this is why. Uh, It's a graph that shows the rain that Watson, Louisiana, got over the course of four days. Uh, they got 31 inches, 31.39 inches. Los Angeles, since January 2012, has had 29.18 inches. <laughs> oh. So on the one hand, no. Louisiana did not need that much rain in four days. On the other hand, what's up, LA? You shit?
2: Ryan, have you been to a game in Baton Rouge?
5: No, I have not. I'm a failure.
2: In it LA's. is. So I've been to a game. One, it was extraordinary. And two, it rained like crazy when I went. Mm-hmm. And rain in Louisiana is no joke. It was, nope. it was like I ran under a tree before my dumb L.A. head was like, hey, isn't this where lightning strikes? And then <laughs> ran, away, <laughs> ran away from the tree. But it was like the raindrops were like 10 times the size of dumbass L.A. raindrops. It's ridiculous.
0: I went to Florida this past weekend. This is how you know that I spent some considerable time in the state. I went walking on the beach and a thunderstorm was kind of a thunderstorm was moving um, not over, but kind of half adjacent, right? We were just getting like a little margin of it on the beach. And I remember thinking this. Oh, that's an acceptable amount of lightning to take a walk in. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb.
0: No, I was right. I didn't get struck by lightning. Oh,
5: okay. Well, shit. <laughs> you
0: done the done.
5: system works. You done did it again. Um, let's talk college football. Bill, we've, I've sent you the list Jason has put together of all of our picks which I should yeah. point out, we've just made in random groupings. We didn't actually think about how these all look together on the paper. Um, of the team, of the records we predicted, which one do you look at and think, God, my coworkers are so, so, so dumb? They all look fantastic. No, Bill, yes. don't lie to us. Yes. <clears throat> um,
3: well, I mean, you have Alabama losing twice, which uh, in the regular season, Which doesn't make – I can't really comprehend that one. That one doesn't seem like something that could actually happen. So that one certainly caught me off guard. Utah winning eight games, I'm not real sure about this year. But I've I've gotten yelled at enough by Utah fans, so that looks great too.
5: That's it? We did everything else right? Perfect. Um, (laughs) Wow.
3: I, I, I like not having to tut-tut you about Iowa because you, you just gave a 1-0 record there. That saved me the, the, the energy and the breath, and, and I, really, I really hope you're right about Washington State. That's the other team that's yelled at me a lot this offseason, so uh, I hope they go 9-3, and and they're you know, totally awesome. Um, Texas is probably not going 9-3. and
5: I told, I told you assholes. This How many times have I told you they're not? Oh, thank you, Bill. I've never felt so vindicated.
4: Bill, Show did you-, you not see with the throws their freshman quarterback made in spring ball? And,
3: and I feel weird because like I, I I'm also talking up Georgia and they also probably have a freshman quarterback. But uh,
4: oh no, yeah, huh. I that one out route in the spring game and <laughs> like that video was my whole timeline for a week. I did I did like uh,
3: a couple days ago or whatever a week. I don't know I don't know how time works. But um the uh, when it turned out that what was his name uh, Swoops is still challenging for the starting job there uh, and everybody like. Texas fans and non-Texas fans all went uh at the same time because that's, that's 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 a big red flag waving right there. If Swoops isn't better or if Swoops is better, then yeah, you're not going nine and three.
4: Now, with Swoops, was the st- were there like two stories at once, or am, or am I getting the headlines confused? Where it's like we might move on wide receiver. He might be the starting quarterback. Was it no, like these two things at once? Receiver. I heard went to receiver. Okay. So Excited okay. to hear about. Going I mean, Texas. There are just so many good quarterbacks that I cannot keep them. That's all. That's true. Yeah, I, it's it's hard.
5: I like to think that that was Texas's version of lighting up the bat signal, even if you know Batman's not coming, just to sort of like scare off criminals. Just be like, <laughs> oh, you never know. There's a signal. It might be swoops time. Get off the streets, y'all. Stay safe.
0: This is this is my favorite thing, Bill. By the way, that um, I believe you were right about everything, and I do not doubt any of it save this, that statistically you could look at Georgia and not see the unstatistical ignorant human waste that will be this year and a guy in his first year on the job learning with the candy. Like, this is such a bad situation because there's a freshman quarterback over here and then you have an experienced quarterback who's nowhere near as good as the freshman over here, right? And, And he's just not going to be able to reconcile potential versus boring stability. It's just not... And I know it's like, oh, Nick Chubb, okay, let me explain to you the voodoo legend of Georgia. It doesn't matter what that shiny name is, okay? They're going to blow it. You won the lottery. You'll be broke by October.
3: I, I realize what I'm doing when I, when I was talking myself into Georgia. It didn't feel good. It didn't feel right. right. Um, <laughs> but maybe it's that, that's the, the, the bargaining going on. Like I don't want to just hand everything to Tennessee, and I don't think Florida's going to do it, so it must be Georgia. I mean, what if and Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's awesome. Nick Chubb, they were averaging like eight yards a play with Schottenheimer as their offensive coordinator last year. He's going to get hurt again in like the second game. But until then, I can believe that they can, uh, you know, challenge.
5: All right. This is the part in the podcast where, as we mentioned, Bud Elliott recorded some audio for us earlier. Uh, Bud has an SEC team you should watch out for. From a betting perspective for the national championship, is it Georgia? I don't know. You have to listen to the next however many seconds this is. Go, 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 go.
1: Ultimately, we know that for about the past two decades, if you want to win a national title, um, at least since the the advent of the BCS, you need to have brought in more four- and five-star recruits than two- and three-stars in the previous year. This has held up remarkably well. Thank you, Alabama, by the way, for, for just taking the best recruits and not... Trading them like Mac Brown did and actually winning lots of national titles with them. Uh, big fan of Nick Saban for, for that reason. Also, Urban Meyer and basically anybody who uh, actually signs the top recruits and, and doesn't just, you know, crash the plane into the mountain. Anyway, uh, your teams that fit that criteria this year and the probably only teams I would actually consider betting on for the national title Alabama. Ohio State, LSU, Notre Dame, Florida State, Michigan, Auburn, UCLA actually, Georgia, Texas A&M, and Clemson. Texas mercifully falls off this list uh, just barely this year, and I'm sure they'll, they'll be back on it next year. Maybe with Charlie Strong, maybe with somebody else. But uh, yeah, having them in that group the last couple of years was was kind of embarrassing. So luckily they're at the 49% mark. Just just missed it. Thank God. Uh I think any of those teams is, is a pretty good pick for the national title. If you want to know the next couple teams that follow just below that mark, Texas, uh, Tennessee at 45, Florida at 39, Ole Miss at 39, Miami at 38. USC is also technically in that that list that, that counts, but they uh, took a real, real small class in 13 and a pretty small one in 14. So they only have uh, 76 signees over the last four years. Not really up, up to par there, uh, but if you're going on a percentage basis, you do have to include them. Then you look at some teams like like, like a Michigan State. If, if you're into the Spartans, that, that, that kind of thing, 28%. Good enough to reach the playoffs. They certainly did it last year. Good enough to win? I'm not so sure. I, I wrote last year, I think that the playoff is actually going to make it easier to contend for the national title for non-elite recruiters. But I actually think it will make it harder to win because once you get in, chances are you're going to have to win two games against elite recruiters consecutively, as opposed to just one back in the old BCS system. TCU's at 12%. Uh, Oklahoma, by the way, is at 36%. Uh, Honestly, nobody in the Big 12, unless you want to count Texas, has recruited at a national championship level. But I think TCU and Oklahoma certainly could at least make the playoff. Now, if you take that list of teams that meet the criteria to win the national title, and then you cross-check it with List of the national title odds. It really reads kind of one for one for a lot of it. Alabama first, Ohio State second, Clemson, Florida State, LSU, Michigan, Oklahoma's there at twelve to one. I wouldn't bet that with your money. Tennessee at fourteen to one. Again, Tennessee, I think is going to be much improved. I actually like Tennessee this year, despite the fact they're coached by Boch Jones and Josh Jobs. Quarterback rating against ranked teams is very similar to what Treyon Harris was against ranked teams. So not super promising, but I like the rest of their, their roster enough that, that that I do actually like Tennessee this year. Just not for the national title. Notre Dame at twenty-two to one, USC at twenty-five to one, TCU at thirty-five to one. If you're of the mind that you might want to try and hedge TCU at thirty-five to one might not might not be a bad play if you think they can get through this thing undefeated. Their schedule is not that crazy. Uh, Washington at thirty-five to one. No Iowa at forty-one. Maybe at a hundred and forty-one. Uh, Stanford. If you're, if you think they can go through the Pac-12, I guess, and are really into the whole uh, player retention and development, and if you like David Shaw, the deployment aspects of college football. But if you're going purely off, what is the most talented team I can get at super long odds rationale? Texas A&M at seventy-five to one, and not really something I want to take, but. That is a whole lot of talent on that team that will be playing on Sundays uh, and a coach who, who knows where he'll be coaching next year. At 75 to 1, crazier things have happened, I guess. Uh, th- those are the same odds as like a Miami or an Oklahoma State. And, and I don't think anybody thinks those teams are winning the national title either. But at least Texas A&M has recruited at the bare minimum standard in order to reach that mark over the last four seasons. Ultimately, college football is kind of the most boring, predictable sport in some ways, and that everybody else outside of a very small group is is just playing for second. Uh, they they have like the most repeat, most often national champions of of really any sport out there, and uh, the vast majority of the college football teams in D one are not going to win a national title uh, ever. So we still watch because it's fun, because we want to see how are all the teams that actually do recruit at that level, how are they going to screw that up? How is how is Florida State going to top getting a kick return from the best kicker in their program's history for a touchdown on national television? You know, how How is Tennessee going to top the, those, those four crippling losses last year? How many shades of purple will Brian Kelly turn? I'll be watching.
5: Our next question comes from Christian Ashlock at Cashlock on Twitter. Nice. Who, who is most likely to do a Georgia Tech 2014-2015 this year? So going from three losses... I last e- season... <laughs> wow! <laughs> Holy shit. Like, Bill, why do you keep throwing yourself in front of this particular bus?
3: Because it can't hurt me anymore. It's run over me too many times.
5: <laughs> <laughs> That's not how buses work. <laughs> what? Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, sure it is. Eventually, the bus takes so much damage that like your the the bus is broken. No, that's like,
5: that's only how it works in like side-scrolling no, beat 'em up games. No, I'm I'm Doomsday. Every time
3: it hits me, I get stronger.
5: Okay, sure.
3: Damn.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. Bill killed Superman.
4: Uh, no, like lit- like literally, if the bus runs over you like a million times, it's out of gas by the end. Right? That's true. Yeah i've survived it 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 can't go anymore
5: this was also the approach to stopping uh derrick henry for a lot of teams (laughs) this
4: is also uh what iowa did against christian mccaffrey (laughs) speaking of iowa he's
5: he's more of a mini cooper dan which team is likely to do this switch from three losses to three to three wins
2: um i'm looking at all like the 10 plus win teams um uh, and and Jim we, Grobe. Should, we
5: should point out, Georgia Tech did this by virtue of being hellaciously injured a lot of the year. It wasn't yes, just yeah. a simple, oh, you played above your weight class. Uh, they had some help from kind mother fate.
2: So Jim Grobe has the advantage of wake experience, of turning a team <laughs> not that's good mm. into not so good. Uh-huh, so sure. so Murmur won uh, 10 wins, had 10 wins last year. Um, I'm looking at Power 5 teams. I mean... It's not going to be Northwestern, though they did win ten games. Um, I'm going to say Wisconsin could win sub five games wow. with their schedule this year. Yeah, uh, it's it's rough uh, with them going ten and three last year. It's brutal. Navy won more than ten games and they lost like their best player ever. Okay. Um, I'm more curious about like other direction who oh, won least. sub five games. Okay, let's let, who- let's play that. We don't really do that on this particular (laughs) program, Dan. That's why I'm I'm, I'm just going to go through them and then we're going to toss it to Bill. Um, (laughs) So, obviously, Chris Ash is doing special things um, for Rutgers. Um, No, I have no idea who could. Georgia Tech! Georgia Tech is
5: going to do the the Uh, NFC South thing, basically. Right.
0: Yeah, also, Georgia Tech is going to do this because Paul Johnson is in the fine. Like he's in the fine year of that cycle where he gets everyone wanting to fire him. Everyone realizes they don't have enough money to fire him. And then he (laughs) rebounds the next year. This is the rebound year where he becomes palatable again.
5: Um, Speaking of Georgia tech, I would like to point out our Georgia tech blog did a nice little piece on Georgia tech's uniforms. They, uh, they pointed out who else is a Russell athletic user at this point. It's it's a very thin list. Uh, Har- I believe the Harlem Globetrotters are on that list.
4: Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like some D3 schools. They lost the HBCUs. The the, yeah. the the National Little League, whatever, like Little League Baseball is it still Russell Athletic. Uh,
5: yeah. yeah, let's see. They've got um, three other FBS programs. They have Arena Football League. They still have Little League Baseball. Uh, so good for them. Um the other college teams that they have are the Ohio Bobcats and Western Kentucky.
0: Sharp jerseys, by the way. Yeah, no, they've, they've done a fine job at Western Kentucky.
5: Yeah, um, cool.
0: But can I can I give you two other teams, please? That were sub five that, that I could actually pick for a rebound.
5: Yeah.
0: To to get at least six wins. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and build laugh laugh out loud when I say this, Colorado.
3: Oh, I hope. I wish. I wish, I really hope so. No, okay, but no, I really we're, we're hope say, we're so. Saying,
0: we're saying hope. For the,
5: so no. For the record, we picked them to go five and seven. So we were. That, we, mean, we are optimistic that they can get close. Yeah, get, that's a step.
0: They'll get close.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So <laughs> and Virginia, can I sell Virginia on being like a five hundred team? Hey, and Bronco. They, they went Bronco's, four. They, they went four and eight last year. They were yeah. bad.
3: Yeah, bro, I mean, they, you know, uh, Kaiser sucked their soul out in the in the second week of the season, but no, they, I mean Broncos a good coach. He he got overshadowed by all the other good coaches the ACC hired, but he's he's you know that could happen. Sure.
2: Who do they have? Oh, they have they're at Oregon at Bob Diaco's beautiful Yukon Huskies. Um, <laughs> uh, that's not bad. I their mean, schedule's fine.
5: has hasn't Jason kind of named South Carolina as his team that's going to make not quite this big of a leap, but sort of do this?
4: Well, I'm kind of being branded as like South Carolina mega homer at this point. Like I have them going from three and nine to six and six and like double the
5: win total. I
4: I hear about it on Twitter like, oh, you're the South Carolina guy. I feel like I'm going to be around town and like, hey, that's a that's a guy who said must champs going to a ball. Get him (laughs) at this point. It's like, I mean, I think they'll be a
2: little bit better. I think Are they better. starting like a high school junior quarterback? Was that a yeah. thing I saw? <laughs> For sure. He's, he's fresh. He's got new ideas. <laughs> Hasn't taken the hits.
4: Like he can really enhance their digital media strategy because he knows all about the stuff that the kids are into. The, you know? the easy,
0: listen, you know what? His um, He's got a good ability to read patterns on the Snapchats.
4: Anytime you can have an intern play quarterback, man, you're saving <laughs> money.
5: Next question. This comes from Kyra Geithman, at Kyra Nicole on Twitter. Which Big 12 expansion candidate would you most trust to send back in time to kill someone? Now, so Eric, when we
4: Eric, say someone, do we mean like baby Hitler?
0: Uh, man, why do they always make it baby Hitler? Like, why, couldn't it be like teen, teen Hitler? Teen
2: Hitler? Shitty, <laughs> shitty middle schooler Hitler?
0: Shitty, shitty, gross, smelly, bad hair middle schooler. Hitler, who's like, no, I don't want to sit down. Like, yeah, that'd be way easier to kill. <laughs> the yeah, Michael, that sounds like more adorable sure. baby. I think, I think
5: the problem is you would you would encounter Hitler with like eight other middle schoolers, and you'd be like, well, gotta be safe, and you kill them all. Hmm.
0: <laughs> damn brian um, no
5: not <laughs> you you would do that not me
0: you oh, would no no sure no i'm not the one who <laughs> would do kill that. eight Se- middle schoolers for
4: fun and
5: just Se- brought it
0: up randomly
5: second person um
4: <laughs> i mean i don't really think teen hitler had a whole lot of friends so i don't think that sounds like a problem
5: are you kidding me his whole thing was being popular even though he shouldn't have been
4: hmm. so so like super how is this guy so popular? Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just going to put it out there. Easiest Hitler to kill is 12 year old Hitler. Like in the sub 18 year old Hitlers. 12 year old Hitler.
2: That's the single worst age?
0: Yeah, yeah. That's like 11 or 12. You can pick one of the two.
5: Plus, some of the Hitlerness has already started to crystallize at that point.
4: Yeah, he's, he's, he's giving you sass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs>
4: Hitler's oh, sass.
5: Um, that was, yeah, that's, that was everybody's problem with Hitler. Too sassy.
4: Too (laughs) sassy for me. So much, just so much back talk.
5: Oh, oh, what a a potty mouth that Hitler is. He's disrespectful to his elders. So the obvious answer that jumps out is Air Force. But the problem Mm -hmm. is Ah. it, it depends on, it depends on when you're sending them back in time. I always had this problem with the Back to the Future series because like, if you go too far back in time in a DeLorean, they don't speak English. And you're fucked at that point. They'll just kill you on sight. So I don't think Air Force is necessarily the right answer to this of the Big 12 candidate, um, I might go with UNLV, the latest bizarre Big 12 expansion candidate, just because they already live in sort of a nonsensical hu- uh, human wasteland that shouldn't exist. And I think everybody in Las Vegas either has or has a plan has uh, executed or has a plan for how they would get away with a murder
0: I got I got an easy candidate right now BYU Wow mm. yeah Just, Maybe for a couple of reasons one multiple languages
5: uh, so two, two history of slaughter
0: <laughs> you said it not me <laughs> <laughs> we love you Matt Brown Houston
3: would do anything to get into the big 12 right now.
0: Houston might actually be sending people back in time right now, <laughs> like some billionaire Texan donor. Like, yeah, I got a time machine, <laughs> and like he's used it to do nothing but buy liquor cheap. <laughs> That's it. What do you do? I bring cigarettes from the '60s and I sell them here. I buy for, Amazing. I,
5: I buy forever stamps in 1999.
0: Why do you <laughs> think they smoke Lucky Strikes in the Southside in Houston? <laughs> Cause I sell them there.
2: I, I like think Colorado uh, State.
0: Well,
4: and they're I mean, too—they're too chill to kill anybody, yeah, though.
2: Yeah, well, they are pretty chill, but I think you get a little bit of mountain people in there.
4: No,
0: no, okay. no, they're—they're—they're they're, they're like borderline West right. Coast. So all you have to do is be like, "Yo, you said something was bad. That's right. so harsh and judgmental, bro. it Makes <laughs> me want to kill you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you in my personal space?"
5: Um, yes, yeah, so I do think somebody. East Carolina. I'll throw in there as well.
4: You go up to an ECU fan and you say, like, "Hey, man, this this dude in 1917 tweeted that ECU shouldn't be in the Big twelve. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'll Ah, kill his ass. Next
4: thing you know. At first. Twitter wasn't in it. Doesn't matter. I think the answer is Iowa State. It was my father. And you might say. You you might say Iowa State is already in the Big 12. Um, First of all, Iowa State cannot afford to take that for granted. Right. Because like everyone agrees, Iowa State like shouldn't be in the Big Twelve. Right. So like maybe they should, they should maybe reapply.
0: Is should, what you're saying? Yeah,
4: maybe it should really enhance its resume by uh, by going back in time and and killing teen Hitler, Iowa State. Um, Tem- Why didn't you do that, Iowa State?
5: Temple's a good example too because they're sort of the college football program that's been to prison and is not going back.
0: So, <laughs> so, they're, so they're like
4: Mm-mm. into the. <laughs> been to the jail in the in the Eagle Stadium. Yeah. They've been ev- they've been evicted. What are you gonna do? I've been
0: homeless.
5: <laughs> Next question. This comes from young GM Rambus at Illegal Screens. What will be the least watchable conference game of twenty sixteen?
0: Mizzou, South Carolina.
5: Oh, oh! Next. man, we've
0: got Josh Heupel now.
5: We're good. Oh, Oh, God. Oh, you and did...
4: remember, we also play Vanderbilt. Oh. And remember, South Carolina plays Vanderbilt.
0: Oh. oh. These are all terrible. And remember,
3: the Boston College has eight conference games to play. Nine. <laughs> <Eight>. Nine <laughs>
2: conference uh, games. Uh, what are we talking about? I grabbed some spring rolls.
5: Oh, sorry. Hey, Dan. Uh, uh, Dan, we're asking what the least watchable conference game of 2016 will be. We've talked mm. about Boston College and Vanderbilt and Missouri a lot.
2: <laughs> um. Major conference game, least watchable. Mm, Kansas Iowa State might be pretty harsh.
0: I uh, know. I see. I think that's going to be festive. I Where think is that game? Zero Does it matter.
4: No, not <laughs> really.
2: Anything about that it's game?
0: Probably,
4: uh, it's probably at uh, Jerry World, I think.
0: Yeah, <laughs> in front of in front of a roaring hundred.
2: I, that'll that will be on a channel we've never heard of. That will be the like the one game that's on. Like, oh, this is on. Root Sports West Southwest. That's
0: on FS4. Rutgers well, so, and Ma- Rutgers and Maryland. Nah,
4: played. man. Nah. I'm on the Rutgers schedule right now. <laughs> <laughs> but they both have new, like they have new, like offenses and stuff that they're gonna try. <laughs> 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 Vanderbilt, South Carolina, on like the
3: first day of the season is really <laughs> bad, especially it's it's in Nashville. Like, so you're gonna have that rust and. Bad. Yeah. Oh, that so, so Godfrey's weird.
4: not around, so you're allowed to talk about Nashville like that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: let's talk some shit about Nashville. I mean, I mean, that's right. I've been waiting. I've
5: been waiting so long. <laughs> <laughs> this will be the drunken hangover day after bachelor party of games, where you're just like, oh, why <laughs> yes. did, we, oh, why did, know, did we do, why did I agree to do this? I hate Chad.
0: You know, in, in Western movies, there are scenes where, like, the chuck wagon rolls up real early in the morning and all of the, like, miners and everybody kind of get out with half their pants on, like, oh, hey, the chili's here. That's what it's going to look like. This team's getting out, like, half-dressed, like, oh, hold on, get my other leg in my pants. And they're singing a song. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they're kind of, they're kind of like toothless and haggard. That's going to be both of these teams in the opening game.
4: How did South Carolina end up? I feel like we ask this every year. How did South Carolina end up like opening the sport every year? Like the NFL Hall of Fame game. It's like always the Packers or whatever. Or like Thanksgiving is always the Lions.
0: <laughs> well, it's remember our, it's a, our miserable
4: remember, garbage season opens with South Carolina every year.
0: Well, remember, I mean, it's it's a tradition for South Carolina to go first in a misfiring effort. And you remember, and
5: you remember who the coach was for so many of these games, Steve yeah. Spurrier, who wanted to have a Saturday free for golf. Oh, oh hell, we can play on Thursday. Oh, shoot, I can get thirty six in then. This is perfect.
4: Yeah, can we play? Yeah. Can, co- co-
5: what about Wednesday? Can we make it Wednesday at like 10 in the morning? <laughs> how
4: about we get how about we get week 2 in on the, on that Saturday then? Can I <laughs>
0: Can I can I break in by the way with some a completely unverified message board news from <laughs> Perfect. The last week this was from a message board, a Michigan message board. Um, I believe it was MGo Blue. This was a comment I interviewed a woman yesterday who previously served as a personal assistant to Steve Spurrier. Oh All right. God. Okay. Yeah, that's the header. It's posted the on. August. Pretty high. Posted on August twelfth. Key takeaways: One, Spurrier rarely wore either a shirt or shoes when in the football office. Correct. Yes. <laughs> Be-
5: believe one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I'm going to save number two because it's real good. Okay. Number. three. Two, number three, which will be number two here, on at least one instance, he had his assistant take pictures of himself doing push-ups to send to his wife.
5: But also believe 1,000%. <laughs> well,
0: I totally believe that. Yeah. i do. I do that. If I had an assistant, I would do that.
5: All right. Now you take those down to Walgreens and get them developed. You hear?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that one. It makes, makes my arms look fat. <laughs> okay. That's just lighting. Uh but then the point which is my favorite, it is the pearl in this delicious oyster. When Spurrier didn't want to perform some obligation, meet with administrators, go to an alumni event, etc., he would simply point to his Heisman trophy and say, He says I don't have to go. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm slain.
5: I am hope I hope Steve Spurrier has driven with the Heisman trophy and when he gets pulled over he switches seats with it and he's like no man he was he was the one going fifty five and thirty not me yeah,
4: the, you can drive in the HOV lane if you have a Heisman.
5: <laughs> Next question. Ah, oh, this is gonna be a Dark One, I'm sorry. Uh this comes from
4: Jameson So darker than the one about killing teenagers. Okay. Kind of mm-hmm.
0: uh that was eight it, eight of them. Eight of them really? in addition to Teen Rumoredly. Hitler.
4: Rumoredly. Also,
5: they hung out with Teen Hitler. They can't be that good of kids. Uh, at Par wants to know, apropos of Fournette, uh, who I believe is in a walking boot as of today, uh, the costliest injury you can recall in terms of depriving a neutral fan of a highly anticipated individual or team season. Uh, and he suggests... Uh, Dennis Dixon and Marcus oh. Lattimore. Dennis Dixon was the answer I was going to go for this. Just, yeah.
0: Just yeah De-
3: fucking- Dennis Dixon, you can't say his name without going, aw,
2: yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Because uh, he, he, he was playing that game on a torn ACL. Yeah. yeah. And, like had a 40-yard touchdown run on a torn ACL.
0: <laughs> and uh, then completely blew it. Yeah. Oh. And that one makes me mad. I, that one makes me mad just thinking about it. Like, Lattimore almost – like I mean, I don't think Lattimore is like – Like, it sucks that that happened for Lattimore, but it kind of felt like, wow, man, that's just an act of God. With Dixon, I was just like, that's unfair. Yeah.
3: Uh, Yeah, I mean, the 07 season, for for all the craziness that went on that season, Oregon owned it at that point. Like, it was theirs. And then that happened.
2: I was at the UCLA game, like, three weeks later in L.A., and I think they lost something like, Twelve nothing or thirteen nothing, and it was Jonathan Stewart and a bunch of backups. And I remember with like six minutes left, they were down like eight nothing, something that wasn't like normally insurmountable. And my girlfriend at the time was like, "We should probably just go, right?" And I was just like, "Shut up! You shut up! <laughs> we will not go." And that's what the Dennis Dixon injury did to me. Ooh.
5: Um, yeah, I guess that's a <laughs> I, I, Todd Gurley coming back from yeah suspension and then getting hurt in a stupid game against Auburn I mean by that point it had not yeah,
2: what was the record at the time
5: they, they, the season was basically already lost in terms of what George's expectations were at that point uh that one sucked that one sucked a lot yeah I, I think it has to be Dennis Dixon though right now
0: that's that's the worst one I can remember like short term right and by short term I mean, like last 15 years you could yeah, go back it
3: to. was it was made so much worse by just how bad they were after that injury like mm-hmm. that was and they had everything and then they had absolutely nothing after that
0: i i think i think maybe we can look it might be bud time
5: bud time stuff? uh bud time. let's all right bud also took a look at our picks he had some thoughts about them you're gonna listen to bud talk about them right now
1: Jason Kirk asked me to take a look at some of the picks made by the guys on the shutdown full cast and weigh in on them. So the first thing that jumped out to me was that it looks like y'all only picked 40 something bowl teams from the power five, which would leave I think well over 40 spots for a group of five teams to play in bowl games, which is cool, but probably also a record by a pretty good margin. Um, Going conference by conference, I kind of think the ACC is going to get 10 bowl teams. I really have a hard time thinking Syracuse, Boston College, Wake, Duke, and Virginia all miss. I, I think 10 is probably more likely than 9. But it's hard to argue with the ACC picks. Clemson returns to Sean Watson and loaded roster. Florida State returns a loaded roster, and now it doesn't have to have Sean McGuire be its quarterback. Both will be solid picks there in the Atlantic. I I like those. Georgia Tech always plays well when nobody expects them to. So, again, like that. Big fan of the TCU pick in the Big 12. I don't really think anybody in the Big 12 has national championship quality uh, roster. So, if there are a bunch of non-elite recruiters there, why not go ahead and take TCU? The Oklahoma game is in uh, Fort Worth. I like that. And uh, in the Big 10, Michigan has kind of a cakewalk schedule, and they got Jim Harbaugh. And Ohio State is re- returning some of the fewest uh, lettermen in the country. Not too bad about about that. I, I, I can get on board with that. Maybe not twelve and zero, but maybe so. I mean, that, they really should go undefeated with this schedule. I have to think. I did like the uh, what you did in the Big Ten West there with uh, everybody basically six and six, Wisconsin seven and five. Uh, the one thing I, I got to notice though here. I know some networks do put out really optimistic picks for every team with the hopes that the specific audience reading one team's picks doesn't overlap too much with, with the next team's picks and, and the next team's picks. And so that if you were to maybe chart all of their previews, they'd be betting over in Vegas at like a 90% clip, which is probably not realistic. I feel like you guys are kind of reverse on here, and, and I like it. Uh, this hate and Bud thing is... Extended now to to the hate Nash shutting down full cast, pretty cool here. Obviously inspired by hate Nash Spurrier. How many unders did y'all bet? I, I know in the ACC counted five, Big Twelve got three, Big Ten uh, got five, and actually stopped doing the research after that. But it looks like y'all were betting unders at about a sixty-five or seventy percent clip. I think there's maybe gonna be more than one undefeated team, and, and probably more than than nine teams. That win ten games in a regular season, so this this is going to be interesting to see. Overall, I like what you did, and uh, have fun recording. Oh, but I got I got to add something else. Somebody in the SEC is, is is going to go four and eight or three and nine. I don't think there's any way we have all these five and seven uh, teams. So somebody somebody's going to totally bottom out, and then somebody, I think probably Arkansas or Mississippi State is is going to surprise a little bit and maybe. Maybe go that seven and five instead of the five and seven projection
5: all right, uh we're back with more questions uh, our guests have decided not to leave yet. they're very dumb. Oh,
3: I'm about to don't worry.
5: okay, good <laughs>
3: um, <laughs>
0: well well, we're coming up on like eight fifteen your time, so yeah seriously I'm so drag- you got you got go
2: to bed well, we'll, we'll what, right. what time do you wake up bill Four, uh, about four5 oh my wow
5: God. Bill. That's are you like,
2: only five oh five Eastern. I mean, are you are you
5: secretly a cop <laughs> with like a weird shift? Uh, this question comes from Pit Basketball Shouting at and They Stay There on Twitter. Wow,
4: Hi, hang on, how do you spell that? I'm, I want to follow this account. Okay. Pit Basketball it's, Shouting. Uh,
5: it is at it, <laughs> at n underscore and then all one word. They stay there.
4: This sounds good.
5: Okay. Um. His question, his or her question, I should say. Which is the most generic FBS team?
4: <laughs> the most. The
2: most. So, like a team that a network could do a show about and the NCAA wouldn't notice the copyright infringement. Yes. I
0: got it. Eastern, Eastern Michigan. There is no competition. They even made their field gray. That yeah. is, they, <laughs> are the, they are the stock photo of college football teams. They are, is, they are the.
4: Yeah, the created team, FCS Northeast. In real life,
3: I, w- I would have said Pitt had they not brought back the Pitt script. Now
2: I love them again, so I yeah, can't say Pitt.
5: Pitt's Pitt's doing something. Is NC there a State. memorable
2: Fresno State game from the last like post Reggie Bush game?
4: Oh God, uh, like no, 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 had no, they, left, no, they, they, they were, deal, were good that, that one year. Yeah, you know, Tim Ruder
0: and Carr when right. they they ended up upsetting Boise, I believe it was. Right.
2: Oh, that sounds right.
0: Yeah, that was a that would no that was a great game. So they're they've at least had
2: one interesting thing happen. If maybe Tulsa.
0: Okay, no, nah, you know what I notice about Tulsa? Like to put them, I'm telling you, like one single hair above completely nondescript. All right, maybe two single hairs because I can think of two things. One, there's the uh, there's the storm warning flag on the side of the helmet, and occasionally they have <laughs> the nice gold helmets, which are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And two, they have the most they have the loveliest stone on their bleachers like it's just it's really well done
5: yeah oh wait it's
3: it's an old school
5: i'm gonna go with fiu fiu just nothing to me just total blank slate might not even be a real school has has like a a panther logo that looks like it was stolen from a defunct uh minor league baseball team no no meaningful memories of fiu whatsoever they're they're my most generic team
0: We've discussed this before, but if I tell you that they're not in the ACC, is there a single sticky or memorable image, thought, uh, or logo, brand, achievement, player, or moment for NC State besides a fat man getting up on a pole?
5: Wow. Um-
4: <laughs> they, they run out of a cave. They, um, their fans are like...
5: I do remember but, I do like remember like three or
4: four three or four levels of message board rage beyond beyond replacement level.
5: I do remember Chuck Amato <laughs> because he he definitely had that like he was he definitely had Chest. he had boat muscles, yeah. <laughs> Spencer likes to talk about boat muscles. Chuck Amato had boat muscles and yeah, boat and so. boat sunglasses for that matter.
0: He did. He had a boat face too. He had, he had, a, like, boat,
5: he had a boat face. <laughs> His hair was always like pushed back by the wind. Oh yeah, he, I guarantee you, Chuck Amato, as NC State head coach, was wearing swimming trunks under his pants and was like, "I got a kneeboard in the car. Let's hit the lake right after this game. <laughs> I don't even care, man. I just want yeah, to shred." He's,
4: he, he's a he's a lake people. Like, if you live anywhere near a lake, you you there's a certain like genre of human. It's just lake people. Right. Like, they're and, just always itching to gas up the boat. And you're like, like how? Oh, they're he, always like really tan um they're like kind of stocky not fat at all no no like but it's a beer sneaky dad it, it, yeah. strong it's yeah it's like beer strength yeah if i told you
3: nc state had gone seven and six for the last 13 straight years you would just you would believe me like there's no way I, to really prove me wrong on that like, one. I, I, like, I don't
0: chuck, i don't know that they didn't
5: you're like how did chuck amato <laughs> make his money and you're like he invested in phil rivers way back in the day
0: that paid <laughs> that's off that's that's it. I just think yeah, that's true. He went into his kid making business.
5: <laughs> Next question comes from Corbinay Smith at Corbinay Smith on Twitter. What's the best Van Morrison song? <sighs> Tupelo Honey. Spencer, is that correct?
2: No. <laughs> uh,
5: okay. Dan, do you, do you do you want to have a guess here?
2: I have a lot of Van Morrison thoughts. I know, I know you do. You're very old. Um, I like Come Running.
5: Okay. Yeah. Spencer, is that correct? No, no. Jason, do you have a guess?
4: Um, which one's Van Morrison? <laughs> He's the brown-eyed girl guy. Oh, uh, that sure that one. <laughs>
5: Spencer is that I mean correct? into the mystic Spencer, is great. is that correct? Yeah. Oh no, god, damn it. God. Okay. All right, I I will just guess. I don't I don't think this is right, but I'm going to throw it in. I'm going to say Domino. Sp- yeah. Spencer, is that correct?
0: You were such a disappointment to me as a song.
5: <laughs> Spencer, what is the best Van Morrison song? It's
0: Caravan live from the Last Waltz. That's the best <laughs> that's the best Morrison <laughs> song. That version of Caravan. That none of you know it is just I'm so ashamed of all of you.
3: No, there are like six that are acceptable. Into the Mystic is is great, but it's too much of a wedding song. But yeah, Caravan's one of them. I'm I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, what what did you go to where they're playing Into the Mystic? Every wedding I go to, uh, like it's the straight like celebration clap on the one and the three white people wedding music list. Like, uh,
3: I, I my best friend uh, is Jewish. He married a St. Louis Irish, Irish Catholic, uh, uh, and it was amazing. It was the be- it was the best wedding of all time.
5: Jason and Spencer, before we wrap this up, I want you to look at our list here, and I want you, last chance, are there any picks we have that you really, really <laughs> don't understand why we got there or how?
4: Well, in the, in the very first week of doing this, um, we, which, if anyone has listened to this point and still don't understand what we did, we picked five teams at random each week and just picked records for them. And Georgia Tech was in that first bunch. Um, and I think... In hindsight, what what on earth were we doing? (laughs) We have Georgia Tech at ten and two, winning the ACC post Ye ye gods! And I think if we had not done them first, we would not have arrived at that number. I think later on we fell into a everyone is six and six rhythm, which is just that's a nice rhythm. You don't really have to think all that hard, but the younger versions of ourselves were just just seduced by Paul Johnson
5: so so optimist. yeah the the he of the dark side
0: yeah you know what i'm not backing off that 102 motherfuckers okay.
5: okay uh spencer is there anything you want to pump the brakes on that we did here
0: <laughs> um you know i'm real tempted to back off on texas 9 and 3 no don't do it stick with strong. it just stick with it now just you fine. won't regret it you know what? No, again. I'm I'm not I'm not bowing. I I'm, I'm not ready to be nice. I'm just going to go ahead. Texas 9 and 3 because you know what? The rest of you are bastards and as for me, I will be going to Texas. So yes, 9 and 3.
5: Um if I have to look at one, I'm probably feeling less optimistic about UCLA, 9 and 3.
0: Yeah, I don't I, know. If that's all. You no, know, I. You know what? I will revise Wisconsin down to. We have Wisconsin at seven and five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Look man. at the Big so, Ten West, man. We have everyone in the yeah. Big Ten West going like six and six, but I'm not changing any of that. That sounds just about right.
4: Yeah. We have the the Big Ten West, uh we have three teams at six and six, Purdue three and nine. Iowa is one and zero oh against Iowa State. That's it. And Illinois we chose not to discuss. now Wisconsin is also moving down. They were seven and five.
0: <laughs> so let's just let's just like take them to five and seven with the division winner being six and six. Hey man, I'm all okay with that.
4: Nebraska Nebraska wins, then loses the Big Ten title game and it's bowl big 10 west champion six and eight nebraska
0: <laughs> i would like to bowl team at six and eight <laughs> yeah. um i would like to actually improve one okay. if i could just rate them up yeah. because i just feel good about them i think they're just a magnificent program and i i'm just more bullish on them than i was uh particularly when i think about what christian mccaffrey could do in his final year in college yes. football yes so, I'm taking, I'm taking, I'm joining the internet's number one Stanford fan. Right? Yes! Wow. I will
2: upgrade this, Stanford.
0: Bow to your cardinal!
4: Spencer, this raises two problems. One being this breaks our 9-3 and three log jam in the Pac-12 North. Logs are made
5: of <laughs> trees, motherfucker! <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and, also now, um, Stanford. <laughs> and also now, you've just said that Washington isn't going to win this division right in front of Dan Rubenstein. That's yeah. so... Embarrassing.
5: It's it's tough because we are so negative that it's hard for me to upgrade any of these teams because,
2: God, we're just we're just hate. You know that. who I'd upgrade? I'd upgrade USC okay. in the Pac-12.
5: Okay, you, seven and five seems low.
2: Yeah, I think they could go eight and four, or nine and three.
5: Yeah, I think that was partially a reflection of their schedule, which has got so much so much pain potentially on it. But I think eight wins is is not unreasonable. Um, I will.
0: It's I, cute. Are you doing? Do it. Are you going to change a Pac-12 team?
5: No, I'm not going to change a Pac-12 team. Um, we. I will say I think maybe we are a little gun shy on Auburn just because they fell apart so badly last year. I, I think seven and five. I think that that could be an eight win team. I don't think that's impossible.
3: I would. Don't go crazy,
0: <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs> Bill. Eight wins for us is like most favored nation status. Have you seen this list?
0: It's true, man. We grade we grade like a French professor, man. Oh wow, you got six out of ten. That's actually pretty good. Zut- You're the prime minister now,
5: Zuta, Lor. You're going to the Outback Bowl. Um,
0: another another. I will say, I will also confess I made Tennessee ten and two because I really want them to have every expectation to live up to and fail. Oh, so yeah.
5: yeah, that was very transparent.
2: So I was just looking at Tennessee. That's Man, the local paper saying is Josh Dobbs better than Tim Tebow? Like, <laughs>
5: yeah, no, no, <laughs> what? no.
2: That you need. That to was really... like what somebody did. That was like what Fox Sports Knoxville like had a poll. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Vince Young. I saw one against Vince Young too. Yeah, and it sort of seems like Tennessee is in a place. They have Virginia Tech week two in Bristol. They've got like a tricky App State team to start the year. Um, and it's not. It's just not a great schedule in the front half where if they lose one or two games, I feel like they could collapse under some like pressure weight. I, I mean, don't know. No,
0: I mean, no you, need, you need to consider it, Dan. You I need
5: mean, to consider I, it.
0: Josh Dobbs might be better than Tim Tebow. That's I, true.
5: I, I don't necessarily think it's going to happen, but our Big Ten West smorgasbord of mediocre could absolutely be the SEC East this year. Could absolutely yeah. be a bunch of teams that are good enough to beat each other, but inconsistently... And they all just drag each other. It becomes basically one of those uh, rat nests where they're all tied together by the tail and biting each other until there's only one big fat rat left. And that's how Kentucky (laughs) wins the SEC East.
3: (laughs) I mean, just, you know, we we do have to consider how good Josh Dobbs is just because... His coaches don't trust him to throw a single like first and ten play action bomb all year. That doesn't mean you know that he can't throw that pass and isn't uh, doesn't have a quarterback's arm. He could be hypothetically he could be Vince young. Hey man, yeah, hypothetically.
5: You know, you know, the disciples didn't always trust Jesus. Didn't mean he didn't have powers. <laughs> Before we go, we have one. Did, first of all, does anybody else have any other last comments they want to make on our terrible predictions? Any other observations? Plugs you want? Anything like that?
0: Just the sexiest desire ever, the borderline erotic urge to turn the six and six Arkansas record into a bold ten and two prediction oh, that I will that I will resist. Okay. Do, man it. I, man okay. I Do it, man! I will. Do it. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sitting at I'm sitting at a thrilling six and six.
5: Okay. Okay. Uh, Bill, anything else you want to add before we wrap up here?
3: Missouri's got Josh Hypo. I just wanted to reinforce <laughs>
5: <laughs> again, again bill you're saying that in a way that doesn't really can you like blink twice if that means it's good or bad or what i have no idea what that means
3: we're gonna we're winning games 12 10 this year instead of losing
4: them 9-6 my god good
5: what good. have you
4: become Lord, you sound like a florida fan what
5: have oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you fuck well, you jason <laughs> typical south carolina homer jason kirk talk your shit while you can uh, dan rubenstein any other any other thoughts you want to add before we wrap up
2: no but i like the fact that bud earlier said trevor knight is a reasonable bet if you're gonna wager money on the national championship hey man
5: scared money don't make money
2: uh although i think i think texas a and is gonna be super entertaining this year
5: Sure. Well, they, actually have seniors. they actually
4: have seniors for the like yeah. first time in four years. And, yeah, I think entertaining is a good word for it.
5: And, and sure. before, I, before I went on uh, the good Bull, uh, our sister Good Bull Hunting podcast, um, Never Been Clicked, I did look at the Texas A&M roster, and it is fun to go back and be like, oh, yeah, they do that have a guy. bunch of guys that you thought were told were going to be fucking awesome coming out of high school. They haven't done shit, but they're still there. Uh, Jason. You have the floor last before we give it to Bud to talk about. Well, I'll say I'll I'll save that for a surprise. But you have the last word.
4: Uh, we have LSU at 11 and one. That's an error. Um, <laughs> Tigers are going 12 and 0. Fuck you all. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah Yeah. Uh, okay. So last thing of the evening, our last Bud Elliott segment. He's here to talk to you about Florida wildlife. Good night, y'all.
1: As we spoke about on the last shutdown full cast. Um, Python's in the Everglades are still a, a big thing, which is bad. Uh, if you go on my Twitter account at Tomahawk Nation, on Monday I did retweet a uh, an account which I have no idea if it's true or not. Looks like it probably is. Uh, a 17 foot python with 87 eggs was caught in Florida, and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of scary. Um, not a big fan of that. We also have Nile crocodiles apparently now in Florida, which is a new thing, a new threat. Ultimately, I I hope that the crocodiles and the pythons and the Everglades can can sort of wipe each other out, uh, like Godzilla vs. Ty, if you're editing this, fill in that that monster that Godzilla fought uh, in, in one of those movies.